This is the News Radio 560 KPQ podcast with all the latest from around North Central Washington and the state. You can keep up with the latest 24 hours a day at kpq.com. Washington State's unemployment rate fell again in December, but local counties all saw their unemployment rise. According to data from the State Employment Security Department, Chelan County's rate rose slightly, while Douglas County grew by half a percent. Okanagan's unemployment rate increased in December by seven-tenths of a percent, and Grant County saw its rate rise by almost a full percentage point to 5.6 percent, tied for third worst among all of Washington's counties. On the plus side, the unemployment rate in every county in north-central Washington is still over 2 percent better than one year ago in December of 2020. Kyle Lamb, News Radio 560 KPQ. Four Wenatchee High School seniors are going to be headed to Philadelphia to present a case study they created on a student athlete's recovery from long haul COVID. Sports Med instructor Dale Blair says the students submitted their study through a blind review that included masters and doctoral hopefuls as well as university professors. They went through all of the medical records, they interviewed them, and then they put together kind of a narrative of the progression of her problem. And then now they'll expand upon that. The NATA National Clinical Symposium is this summer in Philadelphia where those four seniors are going to be. It's also going to feature Blair himself. He's going to be there giving a lecture on how athletic trainers can provide better care for their patients. A bill in the state Senate with a focus on health care staffing is pushing to limit the number of patients per nurse to address staffing ratios. Chief Operating Officer for Central Washington Hospital Tracy Kasnick says the bill is prompting concern from health care providers due to the national nursing shortage that's currently overwhelming hospitals, including Central Washington. It's a matter of numbers. If these ratios are put into effect, we're not going to be able to maintain the current services and bed capacity. If we can't meet the letter of the law, we're going to be forced to pay fines. If a hospital exceeds the number a nurse is limited to, fines range from $5,000 to $25,000. The Moses Lake Police Department is searching for two suspects who robbed the Carl's Jr. on East Kittleson Road in Gunpoint late Sunday night. Detective Kyle McCain says two men walked into the lobby during drive through only hours and told two female employees to get on the ground with one suspect watching the employees while the other grabbed as much cash as he could. That same person also displayed a firearm. Once the money was taken, the two exited out the back door. Suspects wore hoods and masks to conceal their identity. There are no current leads and if caught, the suspects could face robbery charges. A 33-year-old repeat offender is finally in custody after being arrested over the weekend for vandalizing two churches and stealing a car in Moses Lake. KPQ News partner iFiber One reports Brian Massey was identified by Moses Lake police after security video allegedly showed him at one of the crime scenes. Massey was then discovered in a stolen car midday Saturday. He was booked into the Grant County Jail on numerous charges. He's reportedly been involved in 13 calls for police in just over a week and did have an outstanding warrant. He could not be previously booked into jail because of restrictions. A judge in Douglas County set to hear arguments in a lawsuit against Washington State's new capital gains tax on Friday. Two lawsuits filed against the tax were combined into one last summer in the Douglas County Superior Court. The tax has not been collected yet, but would take 7% of sales of stocks and bonds totaling more than $250,000 a year. The Friday hearing comes as a bill has been introduced in the state legislature 
pressure by two Democrats that would double that new tax. A new lawsuit from Washington State Attorney General Bob Ferguson targets a COVID-19 testing company for invalid, false, and delayed test results, and sometimes no results at all. Ferguson claims the Center for COVID Control broke consumer protection laws by failing to deliver fast and accurate tests and making deceptive promises to deliver results within 48 hours. The suit says the company stored tests in garbage bags for over a week and backdated collection dates so stale samples would still be processed. It further claims that company Company employees reported being instructed to lie to patients on a daily basis. The Center for COVID Control website has a message saying all of its locations are closed and that it's using an operational pause to train additional staff. Thank you for listening to the News Radio 560 KPQ podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and, as always, keep up with the latest at our website, kpq.com. This podcast is a copyrighted production of Cherry Creek Media and News Radio 560 KPQ.